Hi, my name is Drew Waldron, and I'd like to welcome you to Niche Talks, a brand new podcast I'm launching to have interesting conversations with interesting people who share interesting perspectives. For episode one of this new show, I wanted to interview Eddie, a unique video editor who's recently gained some popularity on TikTok. You might know him better under his username, which is at E-D-D-O-E-H, where he posts surrealist video edits of an amalgamation of content and ideas and poetry and music. It is genuinely one of the most unique forms of art I've seen on the app, and I highly recommend that you scroll through some of his page before listening to this interview because it'll make a lot more sense. Again, his name on TikTok is at E-D-D-O-E-H. And now, here's my interview with Eddie. Eddie, thank you so much for doing this interview. Welcome to the first episode of Niche Talks. Uh, I've always been a big fan of yours for a while, ever since I saw your stuff on TikTok. But for the audience that doesn't really know what you do, how would you explain your artwork? Yeah, um, it's a... it's, it's kind of difficult to explain um, without seeing it, uh, but uh, I, I kind of like to use the words that people will use in my comments to, or, you know, the feedback I get to describe my work. Um, and a lot of people use kind of words like video collage, um, uh, video work, poetry. It's kind of a, a, a mix of um, collaging other people's work um, and then also my own video work, my own uh, poetry and kind of slamming it all together, um, kind of with loose commentary a lot of the times on uh, issues that I'm concerned with, I guess. Absolutely. I haven't recorded an introduction yet, but when I do, I plan on telling people to watch your videos beforehand because, again, like you said, it's very difficult to portray in words what you do. But if I had to pick some words, I would say uh, surrealist, existentialist, very introspective. Uh, what I find most impressive is your ability to take all those different collages of work, which seemingly don't feel very connected. You find one underlying theme that connects them all. And it really just takes this introspective light. What is your process like? Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the goal. Um, my process uh, starts with, I mean, kind of just consuming media. Like, um, <laughs> I think it's like, that's that's as simple as it can be I mean everybody's consuming media and I'm um I'm kind of like taking notice of of certain things that interest me and I'll save them to a collection maybe or um kind of you know if it's on TikTok save it to a collection YouTube watch later or whatever and I kind of gather these different things that I find interesting and then like you said I kind of from there I'm I'm kind of straining through the different clips and I find stuff that kind of thematically makes sense to me mm-hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean like I mean like you said it's a lot of different things like going on um it's very much not about the content itself and more about like the um like the the more subconscious like underlying themes of the of the stuff and um from there I kind of just vomit on my computer like <laughs> all those different um these different clips and <laughs> like loosely um, arrange them and it's kind of a refining process. So it's like, I work horizontally. Like I start with all the different clips and then slowly kind of just move inwards into a more refined thing. It's interesting how you say that you work horizontally. So do you, do you start with the emotion that you're trying to evoke or do you kind of find it along the way? 
I'll absolutely find it along the way. I don't know what I'm doing like percent <laughs> of the time. I, I, I mean, I think like it's, it's something that I, yeah, like I said, I, I don't know what I'm doing most of the time when I'm starting something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like in all my art, like ever since, you know, ever since I started making art, that's always been my process is to start with something when I don't know how it's doing. Um, when I first was getting into like uh, sketching and like uh, ink work and stuff, like one of my favorite things to do was um, like, get random images whether it would be like from a coffee splash or like a scribble or something Mm. and work from that and try and make it into something beautiful um and I think that that's like one of the things that I love and I'm transferring into video work Mm. it's so unique too like there's not many people that could say that they have their own unique style of like social media posts like that I feel like that's such a rare thing but you've really found uh, this niche that you've locked into. And one of the most impressive things that I think is that with the age of TikTok, this new age of social media, you have, I forget what the actual statistic is, but it's probably around three seconds to grab someone's attention, it might be less than three seconds to grab someone's attention. And what your videos do very well is that it just starts off as the normal thing, like where I think you said you just save TikTok, TikToks that you want to put in the compilation. And then it's just an explosion of stimulation content that evokes that feeling have you found any struggle with that three second gap to get someone's attention uh yeah absolutely and I think that that is one of the defining um like factors of how a video will perform for the algorithm Mm -hmm. is like how the beginning works um yeah yeah that's that's a struggle and I've seen other content before that um does the the job of like overstimulation and stuff where it, mm. it kind of like clusters a bunch of stuff together. But um, it's, it, yeah, I think the thing that I, I'm doing uh, different is that like starting with something very like normal because it, it catches people off guard. Um, so yeah, I mean, you're right. It does. It, I've had trouble like sometimes with things like a lot of the videos that I personally enjoy making more and mm-hmm. think are better um, are ones that don't have as like quick attention grabbing stuff because that's usually what like performs well but it's exactly like- it's, it's definitely a bit of a double-edged sword in that sense uh the other thing i wanted to ask you is where does the poetry come from in some of your videos is that original is that taken from somewhere else like, what, what is your process for the way that you put the poetry in your video because it's always very very impactful and i think the latest tiktok i watched of yours was uh like be a doctor be a lawyer be something be something so and which i i love that one but yeah is that is that all original what is the process like for you yeah that's original um i maybe in my first few ones there might it might not follow this rule but as of now i mm-hmm. try and um use like quotation marks like for to indicate that it's not my writing mm-hmm. um so yeah, I'd say like 80% of the stuff is my writing. Um, and then I will also include other people's stuff. But at, at the same time, there's like, there's a lot of my writing. I like to take like phrases or uh, word plays from other sources. Like for example, um, there's a Bjork song, Venus as a boy, which is mm-hmm. just such a beautiful, and I love that concept of like, like, you know, being, compared to Venus like as a boy and then I used I want to be Venus as a boy like there's sometimes where I will take kind of phrases from big inspirations but I mean all the poetry is pretty much mine yeah 
in that level of introspection, do you consider yourself to be an introspective or existential person? Um, uh, introspective. Yeah, I, I, I do. I spend a lot of time with my thoughts. Um, you know, but I also, uh, not that I have a, I have a problem with it, but I find it hard to define myself with those traits because a lot of people who do are like kind of conceited or, Mm. um, (laughs) you know, when somebody says, oh, I'm an introspective like thinker, it's, uh, it can be a, a red flag, um, in my opinion. But, um, as for like existentialists, I, I'm like, uh, teetering in different ideologies. I study philosophy and I love philosophy. Um, and there's kind of this branch of existentialism called uh, absurdism, which mm-hmm. is like uh, Albert Camus' uh, junk. And that's what I'd say I most subscribe to, which kind of uh, says that the world doesn't have any meaning or the universe doesn't have any meaning to offer. Um, and kind of the only question and decision you have in your life is whether or not to kill yourself. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and it's better not to and to embrace like the absurdity of life and mm-hmm all the bullshit that's you know happening um and that's where i kind of operate most of the time interesting i i kind of find myself in the same vein i was raised very very religiously and uh you know as i went through my formative teenage years i kind of fell out of that but it was difficult to find something to replace that because even though i I kind of had a dislike for organized religion i still felt this absence of spirituality Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that you found that level in philosophy. Now, for someone like me who does not know that much about philosophy, but uh, I have a great deal of interest in existentialism, uh, what forms of philosophical study would you recommend to me or anyone else like me? Um, honestly, the the in my opinion, the best thing you can do, and it's also more difficult, mm-hmm. is to have good conversations with people who know like the subject matter or find yourself in a group that's doing it. Um, Like if you're going to a university, there's almost certainly going to be a philosophy club of some kind. Um, And uh, even if there isn't one, just like talking to people about those thoughts, like finding those connections with people is I've found more valuable than um, a lot of times reading the literature itself. And also having those conversations, um, if you're having them with the right person who's able to engage in them and, um, you know, isn't like, you're able to breach a level of like basic conversation, um, it inspires you and entices you to want to read the literature, which is Mm -hmm. like kind of what happened with me is like, that's how I found it is um, just, you know, having great conversations with people I cared about and being like, hey, I actually, um, you know, I want to solidify this belief or like I want to actually understand more about this and then that leads you to the literature or you know maybe it's like a YouTube video um which can help you get into it but I'd say like first and foremost it's it's about having the love and the passion for it and that comes through conversation so yeah absolutely and in the digital age where any information is available at the touch of fingertips like you know there's never been a better time yeah yeah so you can get your hands on anything <laughs> absolutely and you seem to put that level of inspiration in your work, uh, not only through TikTok, but is there any other form of uh, media that excites you? Because I know that you said that you were moving into video editing. Where do you plan on going with that? Gosh, okay. Um, so before video, I mean, I've, I've kind of, I've done video editing for like 
years but it's always been like one-off like funny projects like with my friends like we'll just shoot mm. the dumbest video ever <laughs> um and like you know when I was just like young I was like a teenage like a young teenager mm. making stuff um but I also work in uh, uh in photo um I used to shoot a lot of film because I loved uh like analog old film um so I, I shot a lot of film I've done like uh drawing stuff sketchbook stuff kind of helps more with the process and I always keep a sketchbook on me because you can write in it and you can draw on it and plan you know it's it's universal but as for like where I'm I'm trying to go with this in particular um I am trying uh my best to connect with like a lot of music artists because uh um I've already connected with one and I'm working on this whole album with him and I've got this other uh, guy who I'm, I'm considering making an album with and um, it's like lyric videos and stuff because they like the style of my videos and you can kind of transfer that into music um, um, with lyrics and stuff like that so I'm I'm keeping it as a passion while I go to school um, and trying to branch out and, and connect with more talented artists hmm. um, and, and hopefully one day make some sort of career but I'm not too concerned about that right now of course. And I think that's incredible, especially how you're not really letting yourself get pushed into one corner with this. You're really letting yourself kind of be open-minded with it. Like I would have never thought of the possibility of lyric videos and it seems like the partnerships you're making are going to be really beneficial in the future. I, I really can't wait to see what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. I've got, hmm. uh, I've got some good stuff. I'm excited for it to come out. So I, I just wanted to ask you, like, uh, where'd you go to college? Like, how did you get into this? I'm just curious. Oh, yeah. Um, if, to talk about myself. I went to Bryant University. I just graduated recently, and I was on the programming board for my university. And so I got to kind of be in control of all the celebrity speaking engagements that came to my college. And, uh, you know, through managing that, I kind of let myself be the one to interview some of the people. And I got to interview some really, really cool people. Um I got to interview Zdeno Chara from the Bruins. I recently got to interview Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. Oh, wow. uh, I got to interview Creed from The Office. And I, I just really enjoyed kind of these public interviews. And as I graduate and move on into a professional career, I kind of want to keep this as a hobby. So I thought, hey, why not just start a show, talk to interesting people mm-hmm. and see where it goes and have some interesting conversations that I could just put online. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll go well. Um, and if I, if I could say one thing, if you're interested in philosophy, if you're interested in the kind of work that I'm doing um, and like the themes interest you, I highly, highly recommend you uh, at least Google the name Carl Jung um, <laughs> and, and look a little bit into that. Uh, he's phenomenal and a lot, a lot of my work can be like understood through the lens of Jung and he's just yeah, I, w- I would really recommend it. It's fascinating stuff. Fantastic. I-, I know that we already talked about it in the beginning, but do you just want to plug your socials one more time? Yeah, sure. Um, I use the same handle for Instagram and TikTok. It's Edo. That's E-D-D-O-E-H. Um, and I'm Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eddie, it was great talking to you. Thank you again so much for doing this interview. I really appreciate it. Take care, sir. Thank you so much. <laughs>